Bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-bla-
uh, slightly above and that comes out at just about a 50th of a second which is fine it does freeze this water a little bit uh, there's not much I can do about that it's a fairly bright day I'm shooting 645 ratio so I've got the camera on its side because I wanted a landscape format I'm just wondering I'm quite low down no that's fine okay here we go first well sort of first picture there we go Jobs are good. I hope that was frame one and not just a random line. No, it was frame one. Good, good, good. Right. So this scene is some of the falls here uh, with a nice tree in the background surrounded by vegetation. Very pleasant. I'm really annoyed because the light is actually coming quite nice and I probably shouldn't have come here today. It's so hard to determine where to go on days like this because it started out really grey and now the light's actually coming out but with any luck it'll stay like this and I'll get a nice afternoon I can go and do something else later on because this will take up my entire morning and then maybe by six o'clock we'll be able to go and uh, have another adventure somewhere right let me just get somewhere slightly calmer put my bag back on Okay, now I'm going to walk down the river. Oh gosh, this is, this is perilous. I am literally risking my life to bring you this. I'm going to have to go down left and then whoa, fall in the river like that. So there's a little rocky beach here under a tree and I'm going to try and make for that the problem is the water's that fast you can't see what you're stepping on so it's very slippery I've got my water shoes on but it doesn't really help that much Okay, that's good, that's good, oh, made it. Right, dryish land for a little bit. So yeah, I've been here since Saturday and the weather was dreadful yesterday but we still went for a walk. We walked from uh, Sligacan Hotel to the cottage and that was nice it was uh, about three miles along the uh, moorlands and the hills and on the way I passed a bunch of waterfalls which were just delightful and I spent four frames of my strange finder on them which was uh, which was good I feel like I should have explored further up this valley here. I feel like I've missed a bunch of stuff by coming straight back down here. But I didn't really bring the correct stuff for that kind of exploration. I'm not wearing trousers and I don't want to get a tick. That would be bad. Um, there's a nice little scene here. I'm going to try and capture it while I'm just stood around 
talking to you. I've got 16 frames now on this Holger, so I've got time to waste. Um, yeah, so I shot four frames on the Strange Finder yesterday. I brought the Strange Finder today. I've got Pana 50 loading in it, which is new. It's a new, uh, not a new film for me, but it's a new film really in this camera. And I'm hoping I've got a couple of frames of that, uh, a couple of rolls of that. So I'm hoping I'll be able to use that maybe if the days get a bit brighter. And I still want to have nice long pinhole times. Right, so there's a nice sunny patch. I'm going to shoot this portrait. I'm trying to guess where the frame divide is. I don't actually know. I'm going to go with the same shutter time. No, I'll bump it down to a 30th of a second. Sorry, 25th of a second because I can. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so I've got some uh, Pan F for the Strain Finder. I've got two rolls of that. i got a bunch of other stuff. I'm not going to go through all the massive amounts of film I've brought. Because I've brought loads of film. brought more film than I can possibly use. Lots of colour, actually, for a change. But I'm excited, I've got lots of places I want to go. This year, I have to say, is going to be a bit like uh, I've been doing at home. I'm going to be going back to a lot of places rather than finding new places to visit. I feel like I spend a lot of time going to new places and not necessarily exploring places I've already been to. So I'm going to be going back to a lot of places I've been to before. I'm really trying to get some good compositions there. I'll be going up the store. Um, for a sneaky adventure. I'm going to try and do a lot of seascapes. Yeah. It's going to be good. But I need to move on because the day is rapidly progressing and the midges are starting to hover. And I didn't put any midge spray on like an moron. So I'm going to move on. I don't know how I'm going to get down to this waterfall. It's massive. It's not something you can just climb down. It's absolutely monstrous. So I might have to uh, sneak around a little bit. So if I just pop my bag through this hole in the fence here, I can't go under there. But I can go around. Right, I'm going to stop talking to you because I need to concentrate where I'm going and I'll let you know when I'm somewhere. Well, I found a waterfall. It's not the waterfall I was looking for, but it's pretty flipping massive and it will make a great subject for some photography. I'm just wondering, wondering what I'm going to do is have a look around because I do kind of need to know oh yes oh yes I see I see I see I see right so this waterfall is <laughs> above the waterfall that I want and I can see the top of the waterfall that I want right here and I can actually get to it I was worried it was going to be 
impossible to get to I'm covered in green flies but this place is fantastic and I'm kind of sad that I don't have um, the 4x5 camera oh my goodness oh I don't know actually I don't think there's a way down I'll find a way there's always a way well yeah this is uh, great so I'm definitely going to use up the rest of the strain finder I brought the OM10 I've got some uh, RPX 400 in it which is probably you know a bad idea because <laughs> it's actually sunny now but I've got a polarizer so that'll help control my shutter speeds a little bit so yeah I'm just gonna have a little play with this waterfall now there's loads of little rapids and points to look at I've got the Holger it's gonna be fine I can't believe at this waterfall with the water running as fast as it is there's so many sharp rocks right I need to be even further down I'm not liking my chances of getting back up here I'm still at not a very good place I need to be over there <gasps> it's alright that was me nearly breaking my foot it's okay I survived oh yes here we go I did fix this tripod but it seems to have become even more broken Now, my lens that I've got on this, the widest it goes is 28mm um, and it's probably not wide enough, really. At some point they changed the standard to 24-70. Uh, to 70. But back in the old days of the, these OM10s, they were all 28 to 70. So that's what uh, that's what we've got. It's plenty wide enough, and I don't even have to get in any of that annoying sky. Right, I'm going to turn this polarizer until the water's nice and dark. That's what we like. Focus to infinity. Oh, this is great. Oh, I don't want to be focused a bit closer. Yeah, I'm at F16, so uh, everything should be in focus in the background. Uh, I've got the water, I've got a nice kind of shape in the water there. 
my shutter telling me it's still a 60th of a second. That's because it's got a bit brighter since I've moved down here. 15th of a second. I'm going to get a bit of detail in the water here, but it's okay. I can deal with it. Right, so this is the first shot. RPX 400. Don't know what this film's like, but here we go. There we go. Good stuff. What a marvellous place this is. Now what? I wonder what it's like around here. So, on this side it's a bit darker, I might get a bit of a longer shutter time. Oh, this place is great. This is definitely um, a potential large format place, even though bringing it here would be a challenge. It's really slippy down here, I've got to be very, very careful. So, there's a little rivulet here on these very slippery rocks and I can get the waterfall right in the background. It's going to be fabulous. Yes. And now I'm down to a quarter of a second. I'm just going to turn that polarizer so it's a bit less uh, polarizing and move back a little bit. Now, I know I complain about these 35mm shots, but the freedom to be able to do stuff like this is really makes it worth it. Although the tripod not behaving is a problem. Behave. Yeah, this is going to be cool. The quality might not be the best, but... Oh, that's a thing. When I turn the... when I focus, I change the polarisation of the filter. Right, I like it there. Okay, so... I'm still at f22, I'm going to pull it back to f16, because uh, I don't think I need all that depth of field. Right. In fact, I might even pop it on F11. I'm still getting... Oh no, 60 for a second again. Right, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm going to do that again. I, uh... I've just raised the tripod a little bit and just changed the, uh, what's the word, what's the word, viewpoint, so I'm now looking down a little bit on it, I still like it, but I'm just going to Just so you can see a bit more of those little water things there. 
Right, I think that's I think that's it for this camera. Let's hike back up there and see what I can do with the Holger. I want to get a couple of colour Holger shots. If you've got any comments, questions or suggestions, you can email the show at talesfromthemagicbox@outlook.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Tales from the Magic Box Podcast. I also now have a zine available on Amazon. It's Strange Finder Zine and it's the best images from the first three years of using the camera. It's £12 and it is available as print on demand so you can just order one or ten or a hundred. That link for that is in the show description. If you want to listen to the extended version of this episode, you can head over to Kofi, 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 Kofi page. And for a very small price, you'll be able to access the extended version which is considerably longer and has a lot more fun stuff in it. Anyway, back to the adventure. Right, I don't like this. I'm at the right height, but I need something else. I need some kind of foreground intrigue. And there's plenty of rocks and things here. It's just getting them in the shot because uh, this is portrait, isn't it? Oh, this is slippery. I don't like it. Okay. Wow, great views of uh, the coast from up here. Right, I'm going to have to do some tripod gymnastics. Hope I don't get the tripod in the frame. Can't go any further back. So I can't get in, I can't get what I want in the shot. I'm going to have to uh, see what I can do. If I move down here, I'm aware that I'm trashing this little garden that's growing on this rock. Sometimes it only takes a little bit of movement to get the uh, framing that you want. I'm hoping that this little bit of movement is uh, enough. Yes, it was. Yes, 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 yes. Almost enough. Close enough. Right, I'm probably going to lose a little bit of the sides. But if I focus on the waterfall, then I've just got a little bit of foreground, which is fine. The sun's gone in a bit now, so it's a bit less harsh. 10 and 13. Yeah, that's good. So again, I'm on a 50th of a second. It's not changed. Right. Here we go. I'm going to go down there and get the same composition I got before with the uh, OM10, or I'm going to try to at least. It won't be exactly the same, but it'll be similar. Right, I'm back. Strange finders all uh, loaded up. What 
frame am I on? I can't remember whether I wound on from frame 4 or not. I don't think I used frame 4. I can't remember. If I didn't wind on, I probably didn't use it. Right, so I've got lots of options here. Uh, I can go down there and look towards the water. Or, there's a big rock over here, in fact. I'll probably do that. The first thing I saw when I came down was this nice big angular rock. The problem is, there's a big piece of fence over there, which is obviously washed down. So I'm going to have to think about how I uh, tackle that one. That's probably going to end up being in the frame no matter what I do. Right. Uh, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't know, you'll be able to hear it the uh, waterfall, it's absolutely cacophonous. But this one is about half the size of the one down there. The problem with the one down there is there's lots of fallen trees and stuff and rocks in the way. Um, so, there's lots of stuff in the way. This one's fairly clean, I say, apart from that fence over there. Right, so this rock is really cool. Really angular, really pointy, nasty looking rock. And I'm going to put it right in front of the waterfall. In fact, I'm going to do this one landscape orientation. I have to crouch down because there's nowhere to sit and I don't want to go in the water. So I'll get everything in. Just, I might just swing over a little bit. Oh. There's some nice ferns over there. There's some lovely shapes on the rock. In fact, you know, I'm going to get a bit closer to this rock. Corey always says get closer, so I'm going to get closer. And the problem with getting closer is it gets deeper. Oh yes. Okay. I'm now right on top of this rock. So I'm just going to count 30 seconds. There we go. Right, the sun's not going anywhere, so I'm just going to do 15 seconds. Uh, I think that's a good compromise. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know. Um, right, frame five. Okay. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 
13, 14, 15. Wonderful place. Right, I'm going to save the rest. That's three more frames I've got. Six, seven, eight. And what I'm going to do now is go on my little expedition down there and find a really big one see if I can actually get down to it I hope I don't have to completely backtrack and come up the other way because that's going to be a nightmare looks like I can just kind of scurry over the hill there and head down but we'll see we shall see for you dear listener I will brave these falls of death now I'm perfectly safe, not to worry. Not to worry at all. My goodness, I don't believe it. This camera's been set to manual adapter the whole time. I've been shooting everything at a quarter of a second. I don't believe it. Right, that means I need to go back and reshoot these. Damn it. So it turns out that OM10 was set to manual adapter the whole time and I didn't realise. Good job I didn't take any pictures yesterday. Or took one but it wasn't very good. Oh bollocks. Right, I'm gonna go reshoot these, I won't take you with me. <coughs> and I'll catch you when I'm down a little of the waterfall. So there is a composition here. I can see it, but I just can't make it, you know, there's no, there's just too many com uh, contrasting elements. See I've got lovely falls for a foreground, but there's a tree in the way of the background. And then I've got lovely ferns and stuff that I could use as a foreground, but there's a tree in the way of the midground. There's something here, I just can't make it work. 
If this tree wasn't here, it would be far more fun. But I'm gonna try. I don't know what, I don't really know what camera is the one to use. I'm pretty sure it's the OM10. I don't think the uh, thing is gonna be able to do this, the Holger. See, I'm pretty sure it's the OM10. I'm just paranoid now, because I feel like I've got a tick on me, but I can't see one. But since I saw one earlier, I'm all paranoid. Right, let's go back up here. I suppose I should roll my sleeves down, shouldn't I? Right, so I'm on this pile of rocks now. And like I say, there is something here, it's just not very apparent. If I go over here. break out the camera maybe I'll see maybe I'll find it it's definitely an OM10 shot I can't get I can't get uh, the hold is not wide enough the strange find is wide enough but it's a little bit too wide whereas at 28 millimeters this might just just handle it. You'll only see the very top of the waterfall, that's the problem. You won't see the bottom of it. You see it would be better if that tree wasn't in the way. But I can't move over here because there's a tree in the way over here. Right, let's get the light meter out again. I like uh, I like doing this. Okay, so Darkest bits are there, 7, brightest bits up there, 13. It's going to be overexposed, but F16, it's half a second. And that's good. I don't know how good the manual adapter is on this. So I'll probably do one at half a second and then one at a quarter of a second. Let me just uh, make sure it's all polarised. Make sure I've got the framing absolutely right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here we go. F16, half a second. And then I'm going to do F16 at a quarter of a second just because. I'll leave my hat. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't want to cross the river again, but I've got to try. Can't just not. Okay. There's a bit of a tree in the way of the waterfall, but it's not awful. It's definitely manageable. So this is going to be a portrait shot. No, it's just no good. I'm just too... He says, making it work. Right, I think that's going to work. I don't know what... I don't know what I'm losing, but I'm losing something. So I'll pop it 160. 
This is really stiff. Water, seven. Falls, 13 again, yeah. So again, I'm looking at a 15th of a second and I've got a 10th of a second, so I'll use that one. Didn't bring the uh, cable release. Right, that's me done here. I'm going to make my way back to the car now. So, if I do anything else, I'll let you know. But, if not, I'll see you for the image review. So, this trip to the waterfall happened in, I want to say, August, but maybe it was July. It's now two days before January, so it's been a little while since I was there, and, well, it's not that I can't remember it, it's just that I don't really know why... I know why I took the cameras I took, but I don't know why I took them. Because, really, it's a waterfall. There are only two cameras I should have taken. And that's the strange finder and maybe the large format camera. As it happens, I've not got some bad images, really. They're just not, probably not as good as they could have been and not quite as impactful as it could have been, but for a trek to a waterfall, which I didn't really know where it was, they're not awful. So I've got two Holger ones, which I believe was the Portra, but I could be mistaken. And then I've got one, two, three, four, five from the OM10, which is with the RPX400. And then one uh, strange finder one, which is strange because I don't seem to have used that camera very much, but I seem to have got some, some crackers out of it. So the Holger ones, you know, they're pretty good. They're weird around the edges. The colours have come out quite well and they've got some nice energy to them. They're just not compositionally, not as strong as, as they probably could have been. The, the second one's nice because it, the waterfall is surrounded by trees and I got the colour balance a little bit off, it's a little bit blue but you know for a, a nice Holger waterfall picture it's not too bad these are in the 645 format and it works for this because you get the nice verticals 
and yeah they're, they're nice not amazing but they're nice and then we go to the uh, 35mm ones and while they're kind of better well they are better you know, some of them are actually quite nice images so I've got one with the waterfall is behind some trees and then I've got some lovely waterfall in the foreground and they're not pin sharp anywhere but overall they're sharp enough to convey the scene and the contrast is really good I think this film is a bit too contrasty for what I would like some of the other images that are on this roll really haven't worked and I would probably prefer something like FB4 but it's got a nice glow to it when you when you uh, edit it properly and, and you know it's it's not a bad film like I said the, the flow of the water in the foreground is really nice and compositionally these are a lot better than the Holger ones because I was able to frame up a lot more easily and the advantage of a camera like this obviously is that you can carry it to places that large format cameras are difficult to get to but now I know how to get there even though it was very dangerous and I shouldn't have done it it you know it wasn't too bad and I could probably take it if I have a if I do get around to making my smaller one, this is a way I could uh, use it. Next one I've got the waterfall uh, on the right and some rocks flowing on the left. Again, nice energy, good composition. It's framed nicely by the trees and there's a tree kind of jutting in at the top. This one's nice because there's a bit of a haze around the waterfall because the light was on the hills at the cliffs. So the foreground is quite dark, the background is hazy and, and far away and it, it works. I don't know how well these would have worked in colour. And I'm glad I didn't use colour because these are a bit more impactful being black and white. The third one that I saved was didn't really work that well, but it's the it's the top waterfall with um, the little tree focused and the waterfall is blurred out. It didn't really work that well. This camera doesn't resolve detail too good, but it was an interesting idea, and I thought I'd share it anyway just because. It was a fun idea. What I should have done is focus more on the blinking waterfall in the background. That would have been better. But I didn't know. Then we've got a repeat of the Holger image, which again just works better in black and white. This is the one uh, where the sun came out. I remember the sun coming out, I was quite excited. And you know, it kind of works. The lights, the light on the rocks is nice. There's a bit of weird lens flare in the top, but generally it's uh, it's okay. And yeah, the water flows good, the, the light on the water is nice, it all kind of works pretty well. And the last one is, I can't remember which one as well, this must have been the top, yeah, this is the top waterfall. I think I've got it the wrong way around though. Yeah, I must have it backwards. And there's just a lot of nice rocks in the mid-ground and then the water comes out on the bottom. It's pretty good, I kind of wish I'd been a little bit lower though. But there's some lovely details in there and... Again, all these are kind of the same. Water flow is nice and rocks are nice and all that kind of stuff. Now, the pinhole picture is amazing. It's uh, very... It, I've talked before about scenes and I like scenes and this is definitely a scene. The waterfall is in the background. The water flow is in the foreground. I could have been a bit close but I've got the tree in like I wanted. The trees in the midground are really detailed and beautiful and it all goes trippy at the edges. It's the perfect strange finder shot and I love it. Kind of wish I'd been a bit more picky on the uh, dust selection. I probably should go back and do that but in general it's really good and I really like it. Which 
backs up my New Year's claim of shooting more pinhole because this is the stuff that I like and this is the stuff that I need. So yes, that was the waterfall. Nice trip, dangerous trip. And you know, one I'll uh, one I'll probably go back to at some point, but probably next year. Anyway, that's it for now. I'll see you for the next one soon. You have been listening to Tales from the Magic Box. Me and Dante would like to say a massive thank you to Mike Gutterman for lending us some of his music for the show. It really means a lot to us and it adds a whole other dimension to what would have been a pretty dull podcast otherwise. Also thank you to Kevin McLeod for his wonderful opening music and thank you to all you guys for listening. What do you think Dante? (laughs) Okay, I'll see you guys for the next one. Bye.